deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple, John. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can go through to the next stage, where it'll be the first triple-locked movie script, guaranteeing that anyone over the age of 50 can enjoy it in around 15 years' time. I'm Joel, a man who puts the, ugh, isn't this podcast a laugh? And across from me is John Harris, a man who I would still truly love, even if he was a worm. Oh... Yeah, it's from the it's from the internet. Uh, well, yeah, weird. I think my partner asked me that question a long time ago, so it's definitely been in the ether. But the last week, it's really yeah. blown up as a question. Yeah, the worms are back strong. I wonder why. <laughs> Who knows? It's, worms haven't been this big since Worms: Modern Warfare on the PlayStation Ooh. One. Earthworm Jim, another celebrity worm. <laughs> celebrity worms, welcome mm, mm, to our new mm. podcast. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, hey John. Yes. We're not here to talk about worms unless someone sent in by coincidence a brilliant worm themed film idea. I dare we, you. we don't there's no way yeah, I'd love someone to. So let's pitch some film ideas. How about this one from Josh? Friend of the show. A guy descends into madness after writing into a podcast giving movie ideas an absurd amount of time in the hope that he'll eventually be referred to as a friend of the show. And that comes in from Josh, who I think it's his first suggestion actually, <laughs> so good to hear from him. Listener Josh. <laughs> There is something fun in someone becoming completely obsessed and th- their email never being read out. <laughs> Don't you think? It's kind of like it's kind of like the song Stan. Yeah. Or and then maybe they start a conspiracy theory that it's all made up. The show doesn't actually read any contributions from listeners because they've done so many and they've never got through. Yes, that's good. And they and their conspiracy theory podcast about this becomes bigger than the podcast itself. With <laughs> Listeners, you could do that with upwards of 200 listeners. <laughs> uh, I mean, actually less than 200, maybe 12, 13 listeners, and you'll be yeah, you'll be punching well above the Dream Factory. So thank you. Absolutely. I'm, look, I'm going to say it. Josh is absolutely a friend of the show. Martin is a friend of the show. Beck is a friend of the show. Tony is a Stu. friend of the show. Josh is a friend of the show. Stu is a friend of the show. Marius is a friend of the show. Joanne's a friend of the show. You're all friends of the show. 
Um, hopefully, I've, <laughs> now I'm really worried I've forgotten a regular If you've forgotten user. someone, that's why I, oh my God, I'm sh- really stressing. I'm so sorry um, if you are, had not been. If you're a friend of the show, let us know. Yeah. Uh, and it, the twist in this film, friend of the show, is that it turns out they've just been reading all these emails out on their Patreon. Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I do like I do like the obsessive fan idea. Do you think fans are more obsessive now than they were because of the access, like direct access to people? Or a hundred percent? Could they only? Yeah. A hundred percent. It's that word. What is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna find it because I know it's gonna drive me mad. Apologies for wasting time here. That we you know when you're tracking quasi Quarting's flight across the Atlantic. That's when fandom's gone too far, I think. It's parasocial is the word I'm looking for, which is where mm. you sort of feel like friends. <laughs> now I feel now I feel like we're sort of making some sort of comment on the wonderful people like Josh and stuff. The weird thing no. where you sort of feel like friends with the podcast, even though you're objectively yeah, yeah, yeah. not. No, mm. but hey. I would say to Josh, I don't even feel like friends with the podcast and I am on it. Yeah. <laughs> the Dream Factory has acquaintances at best. Uh, no, it's a job. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> no, that, I'm, no I'm it requires payment um, to be a job, I believe. Shit. Yeah, not. Um, I don't know, some of the early jobs I had <laughs> in this industry. Yeah, so you write into... Now, would you become obsessed with the idea that there isn't any correspondence or would you be sent mad trying to come up with the perfect piece of correspondence? Like he starts hiring like ex-SNL writers <laughs> to, get the, to get an email so good... He becomes bankrupt. But it and gets read out. And then he does and then we do a little shining bit where he's like bankrupt and he's just using a typewriter writing all work and no play makes Josh a dull boy. <laughs> or or it's just gone into the podcast guy's spam folder. And he's gone completely insane trying to put together the perfect email. You know what? And after and after he like goes on a murderous spree, that's when it's like in Stan when you, you finally click the spam folder and you see all these suggestions. And that's when we read them out on the next episode. But it's too late. Let me check my spam. Let me check the show spam. Uh, there's quite a few. Has that um that penis extension doctor got back in touch? Because a uh, a friend of uh, a friend wanted that email contact. <laughs> Joe, you joke, but I actually intended to read this to you today because it's incredible and quite offensive. So uh, listeners, strap in. Oh, uh, John's good at doing this. He pretends it's a spam email so he can get some of his opinions out. <laughs> It's really clever. Right, here we go. This is genuinely an email that we got. Um, I'm showing it to the camera. You can see a Dream Factory pod at the top there, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. This guy offered his wife to the tribesmen as a gift in exchange for their secret manhood elongation ritual. And this bit's in red text. And it worked! Oh, my <laughs> God. You have to see this before this crazy dude takes off his documentary. <laughs> They've been known um, for quite some time. Uh, do you know what? It goes on for ages. And then at the end, obviously, there's a big thing that says, that's why you have to see this. And you click on. Yeah. Um, could you forward that on to me? I'd just like, <laughs> I, I'd like to, re- I'd like to report it. It's, I, I, you know, I don't, we don't, I really don't want to be getting things like that. So if you just forward that on to, <laughs> if you could forward it onto my work and personal, just, you know, just don't miss it. <laughs> That'd be really good, actually. It, it, it definitely works. You're something of a journalist. You just want to check, check out this tribe. I'm a journalist, and if there's a documentary being made, I want to help the, help get it out there to the world. So happy to help, happy to lend my you know journalistic credentials to any any budding documentary makers out there, reg- regardless of no. content. You're you're a neutral party in this. You're if it's an interesting story, it's an interesting story, John. Exactly. What about this one from Beck, friend of the show? Buddies, buddies, buddies. A group of 20-year-olds are stranded in a remote mansion during a hurricane and all become super close best friends and no Ooh. one gets murdered. Oh. And they all drink Budweiser and Air Bud is there. 
It's like, it could also be called Lord of the Fly Guys. <laughs> Lord of the Fly Guys. Are they just really cool? Forget I said, forget I said that. That might come up next week. Yeah. <laughs> buddies, buddies, buddies. I love it. Yeah, that's really nice. That's sweet. Like a buddy movie. Are you kind of duped into thinking it's going to be horrific? Yeah, that's what I think. It, like every sort of but three like or they, four minutes, there's a really tense yeah. moment. Someone opens a door and there's just a cake behind it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they crash land. They think they're going to have to eat each other. Turns out all of the airplane food survived. And actually someone was transporting vast quantities of canned food <laughs> as well in the hold. Well, I've probably, uh, have I told my shortbread story? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't ring a bell, Joel. And you'd think shortbread story would immediately ring a bell. I went on holiday once to Taiwan. And after a very, very long flight, we went to the uh, luggage claim. You know, you're all stood around the conveyor belt. It's a tense moment that because you convince yourself that the bag's never going to appear. Right? Yeah. We all do that. It always feels like your bags last. And so you get into the baggage claim and you've been traveling at this point for like 20 hours or something. And you just want to get the bag and get to a hotel and have a shower. Everyone stood around waiting and this family pushed to the front with four trolleys for luggage. Maybe more actually. They've got two trolleys each. And for about 30 minutes to 35 minutes, the only thing that comes off the baggage carousel is like industrial sized boxes of Scottish shortbread. What? <laughs> Everyone has stood around, knackered, stinking, sweating, been travelling for so long, feel so gross, and we're just watching this family just take off box after box after box of shortbread. I felt like I was going fucking mad. It was like, you know, like, it was really funny the first couple of boxes. It was really annoying sort of box four through to like box 30. Then it became the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Every time another shortbread box came off the thing and nothing else was appearing, I just couldn't, I just found it abs- uncontrollably funny. Forgot like where I was, that I was even waiting for a bag. I felt like I was like in the fucking Tate watching this mad <laughs> art installation. Yeah, interesting, right? They obviously, have they, here's a question. Have they been to Scotland, mm. tried shortbread and thought, this is it. fucking hell, the guys back in Taipei are going to go nuts over this. And then they've decided to like throw out their current, lives work lives they're like we're going to dedicate our lives to bringing shortbread to taiwan or had they gone to scotland especially express express especially going to buy the shortbread but it would you can't consume that amount of shortbread i've tried before it goes off it, i don't think it, it must, it's, it's, it's for resale but then i don't know the shelf life's that particularly long and short uh, john i i can't tell you how much shortbread there was okay fine 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 is it is it the sort of classic stuff you'd expect, like with the tartan packaging, or was it? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Taiwan shortbread for sale. Let's have a look. They're probably Let's still selling it. Look, mate. I reckon they probably are. You know, buy Walker shortbread products online in Taiwan. Maybe it's these guys. It's gonna, it's these fucking guys. But it's these guys. <laughs> oh yeah, Walkers. That's the com. classic stuff, isn't it? Walkers. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, and also, for the record. Look, I'm not a proficient baker, but I believe shortbread's not particularly complicated. If you're really desperate to have shortbread, you don't need to travel across the world. No. Well, they're, and they're charging sort of 30 quid for a, a box. That seems pretty... So fair play. I mean, that's Fair play. Like... I mean, I mean, yeah, we're the mugs here, aren't we? we should, that's exactly what we should be doing. If you were on Do the other want, side of the world, could... is there something that you would lose your I would mind... pay over the odds for. Yeah, to make sure that you had... That's such like a, a good br- question. Like a British Isn't... staple. This is a real basic answer, but isn't the answer like mature cheddar cheese? Yeah, isn't I can it? Because it's that rubbish in America. 
it's rubbish in America. I don't know. Like, there's obviously amazing cheeses all over the world, but I don't know if anyone else is knocking out, you know, an extra mature cathedral city for a couple of quid. So that might, uh, that's really basic, but that might be my answer. Look, I rate what it. You? I, uh, as, as a sort of semi-French man, um, it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it sort of goes against my principles to say cheddar is a great cheese, but look... Guys, it just does the job. It's so job. versatile, John. You can put it with anything. 100%. Um, going back to Buddies, 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 it's sort of our version of Buddies, Buddies, Buddies sort of has like a Tucker and Dale versus Evil vibe to it where it's like, because Tucker and Dale is like these two, for want of a better term, hillbilly types uh, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just accidentally sort of just through like happenstance sort of become the villains in a in a slasher movie, but they don't intend to kill anyone. So it's like a comedy where you basically subverting yeah, yeah. expectations. I think we're sort of subverting horror expectations. We're it's high art. It's subversion of horror tropes. I like it. I'm surprised no one's done it yet. Do you think we could get it to the point where the tension before the reveal that something isn't happening is so high it would elicit a sort of react like a proper horror reaction, just a relief? Do you see what I mean? I think so. I think so. I am. Um... I'm this I'm sure someone pitched us normal activity once. Yeah. Which feels like it's in the same wheelhouse. True. I'm I'm quite into horror films for wimps where they <laughs> remove all the horror. But the yeah. premise somehow remains the same. We should do it like a, a a film festival of horror movies where scary things don't happen. Yeah. Are they new films or have we recut them? <laughs> you and I have gone through every horror film and recut them into rom-coms. It's sort of like that that trailer for Mrs. Doubtfire that was cut yes. like a horror film, but we're doing the reverse. We're cutting horror films so they're nice. I would love that. Or like when you hear about films that get redacted for certain airlines, you know, if they're too sexy or graphic or whatever. Melon Farmers being one of the famous motherfucker replacements for TV, Whoa. right? <laughs> so, really sorry about that, listeners. Is it Die Hard? What does he say? Die Hard. Yeah, yippee ki Melon Farmer. Yeah. Thank you. Lovely stuff. What about this one from Tony? Volkswagen Beetlejuice. Herbie is possessed by Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice <gasps> in a Cars style crossover. Brilliant. That's just really good. Yep. I don't want to say great. to it. It's like a scary Herbie. Yeah, freaky cars, great. That I must think be... I watched Beetlejuice young and didn't like it. Freaked me out. Well, it's, he's a, he does a job, right? Beetlejuice does a job. Like he's a... It's like an undead lawyer or something, or undead. Oh, is the, I can't remember what it is. That would make sense. See. So that's why he pops up. And is it? Is he a? Is he one of the guys where you say the name three times? Uh, I'm 99% sure that is true. Oh, does no? He's if your house is haunted, he clears them out for you. He, oh, so you actually so you want to summon him? Yeah, I guess so. But uh, is it not like one of those things where like if you wish, it's like a genie wish. Makes, there's a twist. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's like when that lady invited uh, that Grinch actor to her house and the Grinch <laughs> actor just trashed everything. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. So uh but in this one it's a car, so if your garage is haunted, I guess you summon a scary car. Have they done Hey look, a part of our film festival of horror films that aren't scary, have they done a haunted car in anything? I don't think so. Come on, guys. I don't know how scary a car is. Isn't it like, it's not that big a threat because you just go upstairs. <laughs> you know, it's like the old Dalek problem, right? I guess. I don't know, I right. don't know if a haunted car, although I reckon, hey, there will be a Blumhouse film in three years time that's about like a self-driving car 
that mm. that take that goes crazy. Or an episode of Black Mirror if, if he's still doing that. Yes, yeah, yeah. It'll be a really scary Tesla. It'll lock the doors and it'll start talking to you and it'll, its voice, you know, it'll be like, how? And eventually it'll go mad and drive you into a school or something. And it'll say some really controversial opinions on Twitter, am I right? And, <laughs> and at the end, you'll get done for it because, yeah, the very powerful CEO will prove conclusively that the cars can't do that. Oh, Gaslight. Very good. Yeah. Love it. Do you know Gaslight comes from a movie, I believe? Well, I, I've seen the movie Gaslight from like the 30s. Um, yeah. It's Angela Lansbury's first performance, I believe, in a movie. Yeah, like, I think, which I think is a play or a book. I don't know. Wait, that is based on a play or a book? Yeah. No, I'm not saying Angela Lansbury's first role was in a book. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really weird. <laughs> and a woman called Angela Lansbury walked in. The end. <laughs> <laughs> and the nominees are Angela I, I, Lansbury in that book <laughs> I did see a good tweet the uh, the other day after Angela Lansbury had passed away someone talking about the fact that she had got an Oscar nomination for her performance in Gaslight and someone commented saying it's weird that she got a nomination for a film that clearly was never made <laughs> excellent there we go lovely bit of um, business what about this one from Stu which weirdly is related to the earlier chat we were having. I didn't even look ahead. Uh, Stan's Labyrinth, a combination of the music video for Stan, a Saw film, and a Del Toro horror fantasy. Stan is sick of Eminem not replying to his messages, so places him in a maze full of horrible traps and creatures. His tea's gone cold and he's wondering why. That is good. So it, yeah. like, it goes beyond. So in, the, in Stan, instead of driving his car into a reservoir, he kidnaps Eminem, and he wakes up in a Saw-based, Saw-style maze. That's great. Dang. That's like um that's like uh is it misery? Misery. Where she kidnaps it... the she kidnaps the author? Is that right? Joe, it could very well be right. We don't know about horror. Exactly. We're not the right. There's, there's Actually, a film. It's a Stephen King thing. I'm sure there is. She kidnaps an author and I'm, tortures uh, him. It sounds about right, and it's probably some meta comment from Stephen King about his fandom, isn't it? Yeah. On the subject of two guys not knowing anything about horror, uh I have a request, listener, next week. It's the Halloween spooktacular. Oh, it's, so so it's going to be so spooky. I'm going to be so spooked out, John. So we need uh, horror film-based ideas. Uh, for Don't send in anything too scary. No, no. And Joel and I... Because I want to get some sleep. Scary. I want to. Me and John will record that in the middle of the day. <laughs> Lights will be on. We'll have a half an hour chat before and afterwards just to oh, make absolutely. sure we're okay. There'll be soothing whale music. It's going to be all right. It's a safe space for two scared boys. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, John, should we do our own film ideas? I think so. I think. Okay. Yeah, go on. Can I have your own film idea, please? Sure. The Boys Zone. As a result of a delivery mix-up at the Brits in 1995, all pop stars are irradiated, causing them to gain musical superpowers. When Take That begin to use their powers for evil, it's up to Boyzone to kill all super pop stars. That's fucking great. That's so Thank good. You. Boyzone, here's the twist. Boyzone weren't at the Brits, so they haven't got uh, the superpowers. Like the boys, very good. But they're so talented in a way they already were musical exactly. superpower. Super That's good. I can see that. Thank you. Oh yeah, I was pretty happy with that. You should be really happy, John. Well Cheers, done. Cheers, mate. What? How would it? How would a musical superpower present itself? What can they do? Can they like? like they like that guy who sit who uses his voice to kill people. That superhero. Yeah. So yeah. So I think there's definitely at least a couple of them, and they're like drummers. have got like Hulk-sized arms, and they can sort of. Yeah. Get, oh yeah, that's good. You know, basically, yeah, I think I think it has to sort of the superpower has to sort of reflect their sort of style of music in some sort of way. Yeah, most uh, the problem is I think that's the thing. I don't, the reason I don't think it's going to get over the line with Hollywood is I think a lot of it's just going to be like yeah, and that that one sings and people's heads explode. I think I think a real reason it might not get over the line with Hollywood, John, is that the lead role goes to Ronan Keating. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! Hey, so here's the film. It's ninety minutes of Ronan Keating fucking people up. <laughs> Actually, that sounds great. I Ronan mean, beating Ronan exactly. the Barbarian. I'm writing all these down for future episodes. Hey, John, would you like my idea from me? Please, please give me your idea. It's Ratatouille. Ooh-wee. Uh, it turns out there's been a rat controlling Mark Ronson this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I don't mind it at all. Good. I'm really pleased with it. Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah. I know. Rate it. Yeah, I think... A rat has listener, become one of those... I think Joel and I have actually come up with good ideas for once. Yeah, we've raised the bar a little bit, actually. It's only taken five years. But we've done a good job. We've raised um, the bar to the level of what the listeners provide anyway. Uh, yeah, or just below that, maybe. Um, <laughs> we've got to stay humble. A rat is the greatest super producer on the planet, is is what happens. Have you seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? Yes. Amazing. Uh, just I won't even say it. If you've seen it, you know what I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah. If you haven't, watch that film. It's uh, so brilliant. But that bit had me in absolute yeah, yeah, yeah. pieces. So good. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much. I think we're all listeners. I think we're all winners this week. I, I think everyone won. Pit us against each other. No, we're all friends. We're all friends of the show. So, you know, well done, everyone. Let's. That's, uh, that's when good neighbours of the show become good friends. Oh, the show. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, let's um, let's wrap up because there's actually a 
there's a couple of obsessive fans that have been beating on my door for a while now, and I need to make a quick getaway out the window. Hey, well done, John. Thank you very much. I thought you did some really good podcasting there. Thank you. Joel, before the episode began recording, yeah. we were making some small talk. Very little small talk, listener. Please know mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. hardly mm-hmm. ever speak mm-hmm. unless it's mm-hmm. being recorded. But you did make a note to yourself to ask me a question about time that you had just come up with. Yeah, so we were, the conversation we are having, we, John did a fun parody on the song, It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. But he did it for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And we were saying that's the most hideous imaginable version of that song. And I wanted to ask you the question, John. What is the best and worst single hour of the week? Oh. So is this objectively across everyone? This isn't for me personally. It's not like, what's John's favourite hour? In the well, week? I imagine that they probably line up, right? For most mm. people. I reckon I reckon Sunday 10pm to 11pm is right up there. I know you're yeah. already snoozing at that point. But for yeah, me, like the, the dreads take hold, right? At some point on a Sunday evening. Uh, there's a point in Sunday where everything turns. So I vividly remember as like a child more specifically, it would be around Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. That's oh, where- God. Don't, I feel sick. I spent my entire childhood pretending I liked cars so that I could watch Top Gear instead of go to bed. Oh, nice. But what was I doing that? I didn't... Like the objective when you're a kid is stay up. <laughs> no, so no matter true. what you're doing, no, you know, stay up. I, no, no, Dad, I, I love I, watching paint dry, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't stand cars. I never had any interest in cars. And then would like get the fucking Top Gear annual because Joel's always out <laughs> watching Top Gear on a Sunday. But no, I didn't want to go to bed. So, yeah, yeah I, I would say Sunday evening. I think when you're younger, it's earlier. And then you're right, probably as an adult, it's about that time is probably objectively the worst hour of the week. And then the best, well, the best has got to be Friday, five o'clock. Yeah, Friday, yeah, five o'clock. Yeah, you can't surely. beat that Friday feeling, John. It's just impossible. But there is, is something f- about waking up on a Saturday at like 7 or 8 a.m. and thinking, oh boy, there's a couple of days of this ahead. Yeah, you I'd know? agree. My my personal favourite time, ever since I've had a kid, and I feel like this is, a, <laughs> this is really bleak and I shouldn't say this, <laughs> my favourite time is the 10 minutes between me going to bed and falling asleep. <laughs> Oh, lovely 10 minutes all to myself. <laughs> what will I do? It's honestly, I put on a podcast that I know I'm not going to finish. Yep. And I just, ah, oh, Just bliss. sit there and, oh, mm, 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 <laughs> 10 minutes. Yes, Sophie, I would still love you for a worm. You can't ask me that now. I've only got nine minutes, 30 seconds left of my, of me time. Uh, I do. I do love my child and my partner. I promise. But you also love record, your 10 minutes. Honor. And that's allowed. Thank you. Thank that you very allowed. much. That is allowed. Um, I just want I've I've had made a note to myself that we often talk about this phenomena of that f- most sort of uniquely for us or like importantly for us in our childhood was when Ants and Bugs Life came out roughly the yep. same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were t- recently, I think a few, probably a couple of months ago now, we were talking about like, oh, you know, what are more mo- modern examples? We're living in one right now, Joel. There is what? four different versions of Pinocchio that uh, are sort of percolating right now. So we've got the Del Toro I know. version. I, but I, don't, I can't believe it's real. It just seems <laughs> wrong. 
<laughs> so we've got a video They're game, the apparently. There's a video game coming out yeah. early next year. There's the Del Toro stop motion. There's the mm-hmm. um, Tom Hanks Disney Plus one that I believe, uh, last time I checked, nobody has watched. So your yep. theory that it doesn't exist sort of It's starting works. to stack up. And there's obviously my one-man show that's touring next year as well. <laughs> Even better, there's, the, there's one with Paulie Shaw. Have you heard it? No. Oh, do yourself a favor. Google the Paulie Shaw Pinocchio. It oh, is wow. bizarre. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to say that I feel like we'd we sort of did the, one no, of the most there's important not a, examples. It's not a copyright thing, right? Pinocchio is a story as old as time. Yeah, no, it's not like the the Winnie the Pooh thing where it's suddenly out of copyright. It's just everyone's decided Pinocchio needed a revamp. It's all about big big man Pinocchio. It will never be as big as Ant's Bug Life, a Bug's Life. Uh, nothing come close to that rivalry. It was. It was, it was like Blur and Oasis. It was, it was crazy, man. You had to pick a side in the playground, or else you were dead. And then you yeah. couldn't go near the other gang. I couldn't. I couldn't walk on a certain side of the road because I, I was a Bugs you Life team, boy. You were Team Bugs Life. You had to walk into school and beat up the hardest Ants fan <laughs> straight away. It was crazy out there, man. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, that's good. Uh, Romeo and Juliet between, <laughs> between Ants and Bugs Life really fans. really good. Uh, two, people, two fans fall in love. <laughs> That's really good. Well, if you stuck around to the very end of the show, you just heard the best idea of the show. So <laughs> congratulations. Hey, well done, John. Let's do another one next week. Thank How you How about that much. for an idea? Great idea. Now you go and enjoy your 10 minutes. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.